0: Hello, everyone. Today is January 15th, 2020. My name is Byron Howell, as you probably know, and I want to just take a, a few minutes and share with you one of the greatest truths that I've ever seen in the Word of God, one of the greatest revelations that He's ever really given me. And I want to do this for a couple of reasons. You know, first of all, I believe this is something God wants me to do. He, uh, he blesses me. He shows me things in His Word, and I believe He wants me to share them with you. And I know God loves you. I know God really does have a wonderful plan for your life. And anything I can do to help you in your relationship with God or follow his plan for your life is something that I want to do. But also, you know, we're a couple of weeks into 2020 now and the kids are back in school and we're getting into our routines. And I know a lot of us are thinking about resolutions and habits, things we want to do uh, to really help 2020 be the best year we've ever had. And I know that what we're going to talk about today will really bless you, really uh, can powerfully impact your life in, in many ways. And I know in my post title, I say that we're going to be talking about one of the secrets of life. And as you'll see in a moment, that's, that's no exaggeration. And we're going to be talking about something today that, that's very powerful. So just bear with me for a few minutes while we set all this up. And I know that this is going to bless you. And here's the fundamental truth we're going to be talking about. And that put simply is that God's ways are best. Now, now I know there's probably not one of you that's thinking, oh wow, Byron, that's that's really deep, life-changing revelation. Gosh, I'm ready to go. But but just bear with me because you know, I listen to a lot of sermons, and I don't know that I've ever heard a preacher really approach this issue directly, certainly not in the way that we're gonna approach it today. And so what we're going to talk about is the fact that God's ways are best, but how we can take that truth and really begin seeing a very dramatic impact in our lives, probably in ways that, that we've never even thought about. So, so thinking about the ways of God, you know, everybody who ever comes to the word of God is, is confronted with what we might think of as a long list of, of rules, regulations and guidelines and everybody kind of has a personal response to those. You know, a lot of people say, okay, you know what? I, I don't want to, but I'm gonna begin doing what God tells me to do, because if I don't, he's gonna punish me. And and let me just say, if you're a Christian, there's no punishment left for you that Jesus hasn't already taken on the cross. So, so God's not gonna ever punish you for any sins or failures to follow his laws. Now, of course, uh, we reap what we sow and sin can have consequences, But the idea that God has some sort of punishment waiting for you if you sin is is totally unbiblical for a Christian. But now we also might come to the regulations of God for what I refer to as really the the modern day self-help gospel. And, you know, that is I have various problems in my life. I've made mistakes. I've messed things up. God, I need your help. And I know that if I listen to the word of God, God will help my business or God will help my marriage or, or any area of my life. And let me just say that I personally uh, do believe big time in the self-help gospel. There is nobody that loves you more than God. There's nobody that wants to see you succeed in every area of your life more than God. And his word absolutely will help you do that. I've seen it in my own life. I came to God that way. But I will also say that that if you stop there, That if you just really try to come to God so that he can help you with your life and you don't pursue the greater truths found with him, you're you're missing out big time. Uh, But I will also say that this problem kind of works itself out anyway, because as you spend time with God, you spend time in the word, he really begins to change your heart and you begin to realize how wonderful he is. I don't think any language could even express how amazing, awesome, wonderful he really is. And you begin to realize that that he is the great treasure of the universe, that your relationship with him is, is the greatest treasure that life has to offer. And that's both life here on earth and, and life in the hereafter. So that's not really the secret of life that we're going to talk about today, but I guarantee you that is one of them, that your personal relationship with God is the greatest treasure that the universe has to offer. And the sooner you embrace that idea and begin to live with that as your priority, that, that's really going to help you in every area of your life. But so we're thinking about the guidelines and the regulations of God and whether I'm worried about punishment or whether I'm just kind of approaching it from a self-help perspective. As we approach these guidelines, we always experience a conflict. Right, God says, For me to be generous with my money, but I want to hold my money and spend it on myself or save it for my future or whatever. God tells me to love people, but I don't want to really love people the way God tells me. Sometimes I want to cuss them out. Hey, sometimes I want to knock them out, you know, it just depends on the day, right? But but loving people the way God tells me to love is not something that, that I find easy to do very often. And really the list goes on and on. The Word of God has various guidelines and regulations, and when I am confronted with them, I experience conflict, because that's not really what I wanna do, at least not on day one. And I think that maybe God's trying to take away my fun, or God's trying to be my dictator, to fashion me into some image uh, as his slave, or something like that. Now most of us know that that's not really true, but, but we encounter the Word of God and we experience this conflict, And what that creates is a struggle, where now I want to obey the regulations of God because I just think that's what I'm supposed to do, but I'm struggling to do so because of the desires I have inside myself. And the Apostle Paul really talks about this in Romans chapter 7. And that's when he talks about, you know, that which I want to do, I don't do, that which I don't want to do, that I do. Everybody experiences this conflict, everybody who's a Christian. And, and part of the reason for that is, is you know, we are all three-part beings. We have a spirit, uh, or excuse me, we are an eternal spirit. We have a soul, that's our mind, will, and emotions. And then we have a physical body. Now, our spirit is the part of us that when we get born again, that's what gets born again. We are uh, fully and completely born again directly by the Spirit of God, completely mature, completely in His image, uh, completely righteous and sinless, All of these wonderful realities, those happen when we get born again, but they happen to our spirit, our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions. Nothing happens to our our soul the moment we get born again. We still have the old mindsets, the old thoughts, the old memories, the old addictions, and those things are also present uh, to the extent they were present in our flesh before. They're present in our flesh afterwards. The change that takes place is in our spirit. But so now you have a part of you that is fully like God and fully desiring the things of God, calling out to God, calling out that I want to experience what God has for me in my life. But then you have your soul, which is still, you know, rooted in the past, rooted in the old, rooted in the old man and the sinful things that you used to do. And so you have this conflict and every Christian experiences this conflict. So the question is, how do we overcome this? How can we give, begin uh, resolving this conflict and creating an inner peace? Now, that's one of the things we're going to be talking about today. It's a very important and powerful idea. And here is really the, the great secret. It is embracing the regulations of God for what they truly are. And it's not just that they are, they are rules and regulations to be obeyed, but in fact that they are gifts and and a blessing meant to see you have the best possible life that God wants you to have. You have to begin approaching the guidelines of God this way, that that in fact, they are meant to bless me, that even though my mind may first say God's trying to take away my fun or God's trying to make me do something hard. No, that's not really true. God's trying to help me. He's trying to bless me. He's trying to show me the way that I can live the best possible human existence that I can. That is found in the word of God. That is found when we embrace God the guidelines and regulations of God. And I'll tell you one of the ways that I first clued in on this. You know, God just revealed this to me in his grace. When when I was a young Christian, as many of you, I said, you know what, I'm going to obey the ways of God. But let's be honest, I don't want to. There's a lot of things in this word that, that I don't want to do. But then I found this part of Psalms 19. This is uh, just part of Psalms 19, where, where he says, the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yes than much fine gold. I tell you, when I first read that, I thought, wow, you know, I don't really like the judgments and guidelines of God at all, right? How could they possibly be desired more than gold? Yes, more than much fine gold. Man, that sounds pretty good. But the truth is that the regulations and guidelines of God are are the greatest blessing or one of the greatest blessings that God has given us. Obviously the greatest blessing is sending Jesus Christ to die for us. But after that, it's the revelation and truth contained in his word that will bless us, right? That and the Holy Spirit, those are the three greatest gifts God will ever give us. And so what I need to do is I need to approach these guidelines correctly. No, I trust God. I love God. When he tells me to love people, even when it's hard, when he tells me to bless those that curse me, when he tells me to begin handling my business, handling my marriage, handling all these areas of my life a certain way, it's because he loves me and he wants to bless me. And he's trying to impart to me how to have the best possible life. It's found when I obey him, when I listen to his guidelines for my life. And so let's just go back and talk about that spirit and soul for a second here. You see, Romans 12 says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renovation of your mind. As you begin studying the word of God, your soul changes. Your spirit is born again in an instant, but your soul changes, matures as you spend time Studying the Word of God, spending time fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, but not just from the sense I'm just reading it, but I'm truly adopting it. I'm allowing it to change the way I think. I'm allowing it to change the way I live, and that will lead to a renovation of my soul. And you see, now that I have a soul that's becoming like my spirit, which is already totally like God, my soul is now becoming like God, too. I am now going to begin experiencing an inner peace, an inner harmony that, frankly, few people in the world have ever experienced, right? Because I'm come, becoming like God and I'm becoming like the person that I was always meant to be. And I'm experiencing this, this harmony inside myself. And after you get the spirit and the soul in line, frankly, the body's going to follow. It's, it's not very difficult to get your body in line the moment your soul is in line with your spirit. And once you have that, now we're talking about complete personal unity, personal harmony within yourself, which is something that God has for us, for us all. And I tell you, that'll take your life to a totally different level. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, you know, here are the regulations of God and I'm going to do my best, uh, even though I don't want to. But it's another thing to say, here are the regulations of God and I love them. I embrace them and I am going to follow them because that is what I want to do. And let me just say this is going to take deliberate effort. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to be intentional about this. But let me just read. This is Philippians 2.13. This is an extremely powerful verse. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Now, here's one of the great revelations. What pleases God also happens to be what is best for your life. It may not feel that way right off the bat, but it is because he loves you. He has a great plan for you, and he's trying to show you how to have the greatest possible life. What pleases him is what's best for you, and God will give you the power to do that. But even more than that, he will give you the desire. As you spend time fellowshiping fellowshipping with God, your soul will change. Your desires will change. And as you do your part in this process, I desire the regulations of God. I desire to bless those that curse me. I desire to give the big tip to the terrible waitress. I desire to, to be kind to the difficult co-worker, even though they've bad me, or even though they've made my life more difficult. Whatever it is, I am now experiencing a harmony and a peace with the directions of God. And now it's easy, right? Now that's a crazy thought. Now it's easy to begin following the directions of God. It's easy to begin embracing what God wants for my life. And now I'm going to begin seeing what he wants for my life in every area. You see, this is a dramatic and powerful truth. And what I'm talking about really is creating a, a perfect harmony inside yourself but also becoming like God. It's one thing to say, well, I wanna be like Christ, but man, but that's tough, or man, I'll never get there. But this is how you do it. You embrace the word of God. You be conformed to the image of Christ. You, you are transformed by the renovation of your mind. Guys, this is what God has for all of us. And this, this will create an impact on your life of peace, of joy, of harmony, of the ability to live out God's will for your life. I mean, that's what Romans 12 says. You know, you you are transformed by the renovation of your mind so that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Guys, God has this for all of us. And if you will uh, embrace the guidelines, the regulations of God, as the best for you, as something to be desired, as what you decide that you want for your life as well, you will begin experiencing this inner peace and this inner harmony, and really seeing what God wants for your life show up in every area. So uh, I love you, thank you for taking a few minutes with me here, and I know that if you will just study these truths, uh, meditate on this subject, adopt this into your personal mental framework, you're gonna begin seeing this peace, this harmony, and these, these these blessings in your life, probably in a way that you never have before. Well, thank you again and have a wonderful day.